What's up, Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween fans? It is your host, Eddie Monster, and I need a huge, huge favor from all of you. That's right. We need your help. We need your votes. We need five-star reviews. It helps the show get noticed. It helps the show get more sponsors to be able to continue on and to keep doing what we do. So it would be greatly appreciated if you could head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and please rate the show with five stars. It would be so, so appreciated by everybody here at Eddie's Wonderful World of Horror, which brings you Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween, as well as Eddie's Countdown to Halloween. So any vote is greatly, greatly appreciated. Or I should say any rating is greatly appreciating, especially if it's five stars, because you guys kick ass, horror kicks ass, and let's keep it kicking ass. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled one good scare, huh? From the prime time, bitch! Nothing like a strangulation to get the circulation going. They're coming to get you, Barbara. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. I am pain. All right, welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween. We are back. Yes, it is day 10. We are rocking and rolling here. Uh, we're having fun. Hopefully, you guys are doing some great activities. You know what I mean? Hopefully, you're going to haunted houses. You know, hopefully, you're going to uh, whatever spectacular events that are going on. I don't know. Maybe you're uh, traveling to Sleepy Hollow in New York. Maybe you're going to Salem in Massachusetts. Hopefully you're doing something. Um, but most importantly, hopefully you're watching horror movies and having a great freaking time. That's what we all hope for here. Right? It's it's the greatest month of the year. The greatest day of the year is coming up in 21 days. So it's going to be a lot of fun, man. And hopefully you know everybody has fun despite what's going on in the world today. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, every once in a while, I, I take suggestions on uh, what films to show and what films to talk about and stuff like that. And, you know, every once in a while, and a friend of mine came up to me and said, hey, you know, Eddie, you got to check out this movie. If you love Evil Dead and found footage films, put those two together. You may end up liking this one. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Maybe I should check it out. And uh, here we are. We're checking out Deadstream. This is Sean Ruddy coming to you live from Death Manor. For seven years now, you have watched me face my fears for your entertainment. There is one fear that I haven't yet faced. I will be spending one night alone in a haunted house. Don't forget to smash that like button, smash that subscribe button, and follow me on Livid. This is the most haunted house in the United States. 
Death Manor was built in 1880. Mildred lived here for eight years in this house. She hung herself at the end of this hall. Tonight, we're going to be monitoring three rooms, all of which have actual documented paranormal activity. I hope you all appreciate the public service I'm doing by being here. Are you still with what's-her-name? No, shh, we're here. Oh, come on, that doesn't even look real. I'm not falling for this Photoshop hack job. This must be her journal! Mildred is collecting souls to create the family she could never have in life. First off, you know, I want to talk about Deadstream in the sense that uh, overall I enjoyed it. Uh, and I can see why my friend mentioned Evil Dead. But I got to go right from the start and say that this film instantly has a character that you're rooting against, which is kind of usually, I don't think, the point when you're watching, you know, uh, a horror film. But Sean Ruddy, who's played by Joseph Winter, is just this character that you just instantly, instantly, you either hate him or you love him. And I, I think there's no in-between. And, and I instantly was like, I'm rooting against this guy because obviously he's a sham um, and what he does. And, and he's part of that generation, man. They just want clicks, 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 and clicks. What can we do that's controversial or, or whatever just to get clicks and clicks? Uh, last year, we checked out a film called Spree, which was the same kind of idea. Another kid who was so desperate to be popular um, online and to gain fame from having you know his own personal uh, channel that he went to all sorts of links just to get that, right? And we get the same thing with Sean Ruddy, who is obviously has his channel where he does different challenges. And then he obviously we find out in the beginning that he was canceled at one point uh, for something. We don't know why he did the apology video um, at first or what the details of it are. But you end up finding out later on. And uh, instantly you, you kind of put at that spot where you're like, I think I'm just kind of rooting against this guy. Um, the whole time, uh, but basically he commits to spend a night inside of a haunted house, right? It's this story of this uh, house that's that's been cursed uh, because the original tenant named Mildred hung herself, right? And he is going to spend the night there, right? And because apparently over the years, several, 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 several people have died in this house. 
And, uh, yeah, you know, so he goes and the adventure begins and, you know, he does all these things to reassure that he can't leave, like getting rid of, you know, spark plugs and throwing them in the woods, uh, you know, burying a key so he can't get out, so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, at first it's kind of whatever. He's going in every, you know, room and he gets spooked and he's like, oh, you know, and you're like, you know what, right? Until he meets Chrissy, who's played by Melanie Stone. And Chrissy just may not be who you think she is, right? Because where did she come from? Where did she come from? Where did she go? Where is Chrissy right now? No, no, I don't know. Uh, But anyways, so we end up finding out there's something more sinister about Chrissy in this film. Uh, because it's a game, because all of a sudden, the ante has been turned up, and Sean is literally in the fight for his life. And uh, because of this, you know, he gains some superstardom in this. You know? But, uh, yeah, so that's the thing. And now he's running for his life because the spirits of Mildred and so on and so forth are really screwing with him. There is some... Let me tell you, when it gets to the point where he starts to get attacked, that is where the fun in this film begins. And you can definitely see the uh, Evil Dead elements to it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not a, a, a total, complete gore fest, but it, it has enough doing as little as it, as it can, and it pulls it off. Right. I I felt that like they didn't have to it didn't have to be a complete, you know, spray fest where, you know, the the main characters just getting like doused with, you know, with blood the whole entire time. This is one scene where uh, Mildred is like really messing with him. Right. She's basically kicking his ass and Sean is just on the ground. He's he's helpless she puts a towel over his head and waterboards him with his own piss. I was like, this is disgusting. And then there's the bathtub scene. Oh, some good stuff. Some good, good stuff in this. Um, so, yeah, that is basically this film. But like I said, I instantly knew going in that I was like, I am not a fan of this guy. And I'm rooting for him the whole entire time. I mean, rooting against him, I mean. And uh, part of me kind of was like, towards the end, I was kind of like, dude, is he going to make it or is he not going to make it? And I think that's where they, they kind of got me. Because at first, they you may be one of those that, that starts off loving him. And by the end, you hate him, right? Or you love him, but then you're worried. And you're like, shit, is he going to make it? Or you start off the film, you hate him, but then you end up liking him. Because you kind of see what he's going through. And, and you know, uh, because he's in, he's been put, him, he's put himself in such danger that you begin to sort of sympathize with him a little bit. And you kind of feel bad. And you're like, yeah, you know what? You've got your ass kicked enough for tonight. Yeah, maybe you should be let go. Um, I, and I think that was the power in this for me personally personally 
I mean, I don't know about every. Well, about to check what everybody else thinks about about Deadstream for sure. But yeah, I it's on Shutter. I love Shutter. I'm not sponsored by Shutter at all, but I watch a ton of horror films on Shutter. That's where I get a lot of my ideas. Um, to when I do Eddie's Thirty One Days of Halloween. But this is this basically Deadstream is a fan is 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 a fan favorite here. Uh, it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a ninety one percent, and it's got an audience score of seventy seven, which is uh, you know it, that's not terrible. That's not terrible. Seventy seven percent is not bad. That's uh that's definitely a passing grade. It's almost a B, so it's in the C plus area. Uh, if you're talking to the fans, while the critics are giving this basically an A minus. Uh, let's read some of the reviews uh, for this. And basically, I mean, like I said, we knew some information. Uh, I love this movie. This is how you make a movie on a low budget. You can tell that a lot of care and passion went into this. The first half felt like it was kind of by the numbers found footage. I'll bet done very well with their own twist. Then during the second half, things escalate and you can see a lot of Evil Dead inspiration. And just really set in stone how memorable it would be for me. This movie is like a warm bowl of chicken noodle soup on a cold day for me. Um, I don't know about the whole last part. But yeah, I mean, definitely. Like I said, you could see the Evil Dead inspiration. Um, and I love how he put this. The, the first part of the film is definitely your, your prototypical, your stereotypical uh, found footage film. And then the end, like that part where it gets towards, you know, the, the, the attacks and everything, that's when it gets really good for me. I loved the second half of this film. Uh, this person, maybe not perfectly on board, but they're giving it two and a half stars. They say, a disgraced internet personality attempts to keep making money. I mean, redeem himself by staying the night in a haunted house. I'm definitely the outlier here. I found the main actor, who's pretty much the entire film, to be irritating and shallow. Not just the character. I found the actor, who also directed, to be delivering his lines all the same way. The film does execute some great jump scares and stone shines anytime she's on the screen. But I was pretty bored. Critics and audience disagree with me. I want to say, like... Do I agree with him? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how you know the guy personally. First of all, to find him shallow and irritating, uh, maybe the irritating is a natural thing. That's why his his character was so irritating. I mean, you could have found that. Uh, this person, Alejandro, gives the film five stars and says the perfect balance to maintain tension with a smile on your face. There you go. Christine says, with five stars, my grandma and I watch movies together, almost exclusively scary movies that I force her to watch every Sunday. And this one was really entertaining with well-done jump scares. Your poor grandmother. You're going to give your grandmother a heart attack there, child. Uh, Gavin, with uh, three and a half stars, says, a simple fun and overall good look at the current culture of snot-nosed content creators with a hint of paranormal activity. Yeah, this guy just nailed it right on the head. Right on the head. We always say that horror reflects what's going on in society, right? It's always been a big thing. 
And right now, we're in such a content creation. Like, we've gone from being consumers to prosumers, right? And that's where that's where horror is reflecting a lot these days. And, and this dude, Gavin, he put it right. A simple, fun, overall good look at the current culture of snot-nosed content creators with a hint of per- paranormal activity. Right on the head. Uh... Let's try to find. I mean, this is pretty much like, but whatever. Uh, this person gave it one and a half stars. Obviously, Biba, you can't, or Beba, whatever your name is, you can't see the Evil Dead inspiration there. But here's what she said: can't take the movie seriously after Mildred bit Sean's crotch. I bet you also don't take the Evil Dead seriously. Just saying. Kind of a, a, I don't know, whatever. Everybody, like I said, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, RL, definitely not RL Stein, but RL says four stars. Very entertaining. Did not expect it to be this fun. Very well done, considering the budget. L M A O O. Laughing my ass off, off. Yeah. The pacing of Deadstream, this is from Saradoff. Uh Pacing of Deadstream was actually really well done. I enjoyed the main character. That the main character was actually taking this seriously and coming very prepared, unlike some other movies where the characters either idiots or in denial. I guess I have a poor sense of humor because I don't remember laughing at this movie once. The movie was also not predictable for me, so I enjoyed that. I would have to say on on this part, I I thought the beginning was very predictable, right? And it's all and and I'm not saying that in a bad thing, you know. Definitely not saying it in a bad way. I'm just saying because the the beginning, like I said, was your prototypical found footage film. What was not predictable was the last half of the film, and I loved it. I loved it. You know what I mean? So that's I I think that's kind of where you're going there. Uh, with that comment because that first half yeah i mean okay we're walking through the rooms we're setting up cameras oh what the heck was that oh what is that oh my god what is that i mean they were typical jump scares right but then you get when chrissy shows up and then we find out who she really is and it's just like holy shit i didn't see that coming oh damn did not see that coming. So there was a lot of stuff, you know, where where the first half, you know, is 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 eh, but then the second half is holy shit, you know. And I love that about this film. So, with that being said, I definitely think you should check out Deadstream. It's definitely worth your watch. Um, I know found footage films are are a tough genre to get over. I don't know if that's the right word to use, because um, not everybody loves found footage horror films but definitely give this one a watch i'm giving it a a minus for a final grade that's it for today see you guys tomorrow